recording is indeed progress uh, and uh, recording is indeed progress recording is indeed in progress what a smooth start uh, welcome legends to the latest episode of fpl face off the podcast where two humans face off against each other in the world of fpl my name is Fitz or FPL Cantonal on Twitter, and I am joined, delighted to say I'm joined by Mr. Jim Timms. Jim, how are you? Hi, Fitz. Uh, happy Halloween, mate. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, it is a spooky podcast um, in that we're recording uh, late on Halloween, uh, but that's that's pretty much the only spooky thing I can think of, to be honest. But I'm I'm doing all right, thanks, mate. Uh, I took my little girls trick or treating in the pissing rain earlier, uh, and yeah, I think it was a waste of time. But they got loads of sweets, so they're very happy. Mate, it's a dark and stormy night, and uh, you know, if you can't trick and treat in this, then uh, what can you do? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, apart from that, I'm doing all right because uh, I had uh, had a pretty good FPL week, which I'm sure we'll come on to. Uh, but yeah, welcome listeners to the latest episode. As I said, uh, we are going to be running through very briefly. Uh, we'll try and go through briefly game week 14. And then we're going to have a little look ahead to a very busy couple of weeks in FPL. It's the final two week countdown before the mid-season World Cup. Uh, where there is going to be an unprecedented break in in play. Uh, it's going to be very odd, actually, because uh, England play their first game on my birthday uh, of the World Cup, which has obviously never happened before. So, yeah, really looking forward to a bit of a break. But, um, yeah, lots lots to discuss. So, game week 14 has just been. How, how was your game week, Jim? That's a bad question for you to ask me. About <laughs> Fitz. Um, it's it's a fairly that, standard question, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose <laughs> it was coming. Um, well, I can tell you this. I got a grand total of 45 points. It was not a good week for me. The average being 59. Uh, it just didn't happen for me this week. I I had two free transfers and I removed Raheem Sterling and I removed Matt Doherty. Both of which I agree with, to be honest. Yeah, he had to go. Um, so, you know, I was pretty happy with the, the players I bought in. I bought in Phil Foden and uh, I bought in Gabriel uh, for Arsenal. Uh, Gabriel gave me a clean sheet, which was lovely. Uh, Phil Foden, uh, well, he just, he didn't play. He didn't start again, twice in a row from Pep. Thanks very much. I thought, oh, he was benched uh, last week. He will, He's guaranteed to start this week. It did not happen. Um so yeah, I was I was well I was pretty pissed off. I'm not gonna lie to you there, Fitz. Uh, I'm but not surprised, mate. Like life is tough sometimes. But my, my defence did okay. Um I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll very quickly run through my team. Uh Rea and goal, three points, not great. Uh Cancello, Gabriel, and Trippier, who gave me six, six and eleven. Uh so that was pretty good from, from those boys. Uh, my midfield was a damp squib this week. Mason Mount, <laughs> uh, two points. Andreas, three. Foden, one. Zaha, two. Martinelli returned with eight, which was something. And then Mitrovic didn't do anything this week, uh, one point. And then Kane, who was my captain, uh, did nothing and got a yellow card. So that was a grand total of two points. I left James Tarkovsky on the bench. He got me a clean sheet, which is frustrating to say the least uh, given the circumstances but yeah no it was um like uh yes yeah, 
a, a just red arrows all round for me this week, mate. So bad one. Yeah, not uh, not ideal. Uh, you and I uh, used to live with a chap named Gus, and he would have described leaving James Tarskowski with a clean sheet on your bench as a wounder, uh, which it is. It is a bit <laughs> of a wounder. Right, yeah. And he, he would not be wrong. He would not be wrong, no. Um, yeah, tough, tough dice there. Um, you know, I think you've done you've done the right thing, getting rid of Sterling, and you know your transfer for Doherty for Gabriel. I think you said that's that's paid dividends straight away. But yeah, it was it was a tough week all round for for lots of people. Um, Phil Foden, ooh, what a little troll he is in in more ways than one. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those players that for some reason, whenever I get him in my team, uh, he he just doesn't seem to to do the business. And yeah, Pep Pep Roulette. I actually wanted to call this podcast the Pep Roulette Pod because I thought that that would um, be something that people might kind of relate to. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe it would be because Pep Roulette is an absolute biatch. And um, it is fits, and it is something that people can relate to because. As we, you know, as we speak now, you need triple Man City in your squad, really. I, I mean, 100%. I, I, I wouldn't consider any less than that. Um, and you know, I will keep Phil Foden because he absolutely has to start. <laughs> he has to. Well, I, th- I think, um, yeah, cities, cities are very interesting one because obviously the big news of the week is that Haaland didn't play. Uh, it was rumored. Uh, FPL Heisenberg on Twitter, very, very witty of him, um, posted a video of Erling Haaland limping and called it Erlimp Haaland, uh, which is very good. Um, oh, but yeah, they've um, they've got Severe in the Champions League. Pep's already said he's not going to play in that. Uh, apparently, he's now mentioned ligament damage, which isn't isn't good. But they've got Fulham and Brentford, so you know both at home. They're not games that you wanna you wanna sell Haaland for. So yeah. It's uh, it's it's an interesting one in terms of city assets, as you say. You've got to have three city, um, and of course now after the World Cup, everyone's going to have triple Newcastle. Who would have thought that a year ago? I tell you what, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the the difference really. Actually, is is the Geordies. So um, a, a t- tough week for yourself. Um, these these things happen, as I say. You've you've made kind of the right decision to get rid of Sterling. I think that was definitely the right call uh i have i've i've had an all right one if i may if i may move on to mine so yeah 77 yeah, you points. have you have good good score this week fits yeah thank you mate so yeah 77 points for me um took me from 250k uh, at one point i was up to 80k uh, which would have been lovely but the arsenal game um ruined my rank a little bit but yeah, pretty pretty chuffed with with the start. So, got Pope, um, I've got triple Newcastle, which everyone kind of laughed at uh, a little while ago. But yeah, Pope, Cancelo, and Shaw all got me six points each. Kieran Trippier, the bonus point magnet, who's now um, again I've had him for a little while, but he is one percent owned. Oof. That is uh, that is tasty, but yeah. Kieran Trippier has done the business there. Phil Foden, little troll, um, in more ways than one. Zaha with two again. He is on a fast train out of my team. I've got to tell you that. Uh, Martinelli, Captain Salah, um, not a good, not a good week for Liverpool uh, either. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, 
unfortunately for one half of this podcast anyway. Um, <laughs> Andreas came in off the bench for Erling Haaland. Ivan Tony, ooh, how do you solve a problem like Ivan Tony? We'll we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Uh, and then the hero of the game week for me, Mr. Callum Wilson, 19 points. Um, yeah, he was 2.2% owned at the start of the game week when I had him, and he's now at 6.5%. So, um, yeah, I think many people solving the problem of Ivan Tony by getting rid of him and, and bringing in Callum Wilson. So, um, yeah, chuffed, chuffed to have that. Yeah, um, I, I think that's the decision. I That's the, the play I would make if uh, if I didn't have Callum Wilson already but yeah really nice to to be in in that position um if, <laughs> it's a very difficult one because as we talk here over over the internet and over zoom uh, it's difficult not to not to smile and I don't want to be too kind of smug because it is just one game week but yeah it's uh, it's it's a nice position to be in and obviously a busy couple of weeks uh where we you know we've played the game a, a long time Things can change in a in a in an instant. So yeah, it's it's good to enjoy the moments, but it's uh, you can't you can't dwell on it. Mate, be be as smug as you like. It is <laughs> it's a lovely feeling when you you have a good game week, in especially compared to when you don't. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a, a happy feeling. So just yeah, why not revel in it, mate? That's that's fine. Going just going back to uh, Callum Wilson, he. Mm really has come up with the goods, hasn't he? I had no idea he was only so he's had such low ownership. Um I yeah. especially because there's been this buzz about him actually for a few weeks and I've of course ignored it. Uh, <laughs> um and now uh, I'm I'm faced with the terrifying decision of oh do I do I need to move make a move on him because when I do of course he will begin to blank. And that's how it goes, I'm afraid. So I don't want to destroy anyone's run uh, by doing that. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's he's been due really, hasn't he? He looks good. He do, he does look good, just in time for the World Cup, which is you know not something Newcastle fans will want to see. The thing with Callum Wilson is his injury record is pretty poor. You know, he's yeah. he's he does the business, then he gets injured, and I've been lucky that he's. Uh, kind of remained relatively fit touchwood um <laughs> unfortunately that tells you all you need to know about my life the fact that the nearest wood i could find was a fucking doll's house uh surrounded by bloody toys in my house but never mind um yeah so so his his fitness has always been a concern but yeah he's, uh, i've had i've had him a good few weeks now and he's returned a couple of times but that is that's a mega haul and yeah really uh, really nice to to kind of see and as you say it's it's pretty much perfect timing for him i think um we had a little chat off off mic earlier and i think what we'll try and do is um once the world cup starts we'll perhaps have a little kind of world cup pod uh, just like a little special to to chat about our thoughts for the world cup but um but yeah for now we'll we'll very quickly chat through some of the key um, stories I guess from game week 14 and then we'll have a little look ahead to game week 15 so I guess in terms of key games obviously the the, the results City beating Leicester that was that was massive a, a brilliant De Bruyne free kick um, were there any games in particular that you wanted to to cover off from an FPL point of view Jim? 
Uh, well, I definitely do not want to cover the Liverpool Leeds game, if that's all right with you, Fitz. Another, <laughs> that's another fine. disappointing uh, result, even for uh, for Liverpool. I'm not really sure what's happened there, but something's afoot, isn't it? Uh, something's really, really wrong, I would say there. Um, but yeah, I mean, City, City, covered that moment, moments like that when Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, scores goals like that, you just think oh, he's on another planet, isn't he? I mean, yeah. as a footballer, really, something else. Yeah, it's um, uh, the, the question has got to be asked: Is he? Can he now be considered one of the best Premier League footballers of all time? Certainly, Big midfielders, yeah. and I think he's got to be. You know, assists. He's an assist machine, and uh, I saw a video, in fact, uh, today of a series of passes that he played to Gabriel Jesus and Sterling. And these are like pinpoint postage stamp passes that, that any other player, or in fact, let me rephrase, Erling Haaland and, you know, a striker of uh, that kind of quality would put away. And he's he's placed so many of them and he would have even more assists were it not for that. But yeah, De Bruyne, hell of a player, hell of a free kick. Um, and... I, for one, am delighted that I sold him in game week 12 uh, for, for Mo Salah because that's worked out really, really well. <laughs> well, I, I remember as well, Fitz, a couple of weeks ago being a bit of a KDB naysayer and, uh, mm. yeah, I completely regret that. I, I eat those words. He, he's been world-class. I mean, you, you don't get better than better than him, really. And, I mean, you know, I made the point that he's not on penalties, but when, when he's fit and he's being played and he's getting regular football, then there's no one better, really. Uh, you know, yeah. he's, he's worth his money in, in FBL, especially now when, you know, we're looking to target assets which are cheaper. You know, you've got the likes of Almiron, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of the Brighton boys uh, in there, and they're all sort of five, six, seven mil. That means that you, you can look at people like KDB without too much trouble, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just going back to the fixtures that you, of the game week, uh, I did want to just give a big shout out to Brighton, really, because oh yeah, they absolutely tore Chelsea apart. Um, it seemed pretty personal. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> it did, uh, but Ch- Chelsea looked, I mean, looked shocking, uh, really, for the, the amount of talent they've got on the field. Um, I mean, I say that, and then next week they might. You know, they might, uh, I can't remember who they're playing. Arsenal, Arsenal. Uh, I can't see them smashing Arsenal, but you never know. They might, they might pull something together. Big, big game, big game. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, very interesting. That was, uh, that was a three o'clock game, I think. And I was, I was listening to it, uh, on five live as I was doing various bits and bobs. And yeah, just, it seems like they absolutely tore, tore them apart. And yeah, you've, you've got to kind of look at them. Uh, well, we'll come on to transfer targets for for game week fifteen, but yeah, it's it's very difficult to look past um, Brighton at the moment because they've got Wolves in the next fixture, and then they've got um, uh, Aston Villa, two fantastic fixtures, which uh, you know, I'll spoiler alert, very likely to be going Andrew Crossar for for Zaha. I will just have a little look at um, some of the fixture or one of the fixtures. I, one of the other interesting fixtures from the game week just gone uh, was the Newcastle one, uh, which which we've kind of touched on. Um, I think that Newcastle as a team now, 
you've got to applaud what Eddie Howe has, has done there. Um, you know, they were, this time last year, they were in a relegation battle. I think they've gone um, seven games or and maybe even nine games without a point. I think it was seven games without a point, which is, is just unbelievable. Um, and he's done a really good job. And the interesting is that they've got all the money in the world, but they haven't bought, you remember when City got all the money, they bought Robinho, they bought all these players who were nothing. And now, obviously, you could argue they're the best team in the world, but Newcastle are doing it a different way. And it's um, it's very good to, to see. Um, you will it, is, it is nice. It, I mean, if you can ignore the very sinister ownership uh, oh, undertones. I, I absolutely. Mean, They've they've done it slowly, haven't they? They've been very patient. Eddie Howe, I think, has shown that he can he can really come up with the goods. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they've done it they've done it slowly, but surely they haven't rushed it. Um, and yeah, slow slow burn uh, for them. And yeah, really, we we are we are really seeing the fruits of their labour now. They're really coming together. I feel, especially you know, you've got you've got players like uh, Alan St. Maxman who's who you know they're not playing, so yeah, yeah. Um, the other guys are stepping up. I I think probably is a good now is a good time as any to uh, talk about Almiron, and uh, he's you know he's playing really really good football. He's a very cheap asset FPL wise as well. Um, he is someone who I have to say from a personal standpoint. I have not jumped on that bandwagon, and now I'm in that in that place where I think, oh, I, I'm too late. I'm too late now. Yeah. And then I thought that last week, and then was it a goal and an assist this week? I think it uh, was a goal and assist. Yeah, twelve yeah, points. And he you got. just think, what have I done? And now I definitely think I've missed the bandwagon. <laughs> but, you know, so so what do you do? But um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, good from Newcastle, and yeah, at Amaron, I think he's he's a third or fourth. Uh, high score in the game now, I think. So, he is. He is. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. definitely someone to, to be looking at as well. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head what Newcastle's fixtures are looking like. Uh, going in the uh, Southampton away, is it next? Southampton away and Chelsea at home. Yeah, I was just having a look at that. Um, yeah, it's you're quite right. You know, they've got a situation there. What's what's interesting as well is that after the World Cup, I'm I'm pretty sure that Almiron is going to be in more or less everything because Newcastle's fixtures uh, after the World Cup are, are pretty nice. Leicester, Leeds, Arsenal, Fulham, Crystal Palace. But then at the moment, you would say it kind of almost doesn't matter who they've got because they're playing so so well as a team. And um, yeah, you you will know this. Uh, the listeners may not. My brother's a Newcastle fan, so for years it is I who have been. Uh, the successful one uh, in terms of football supporting anyway definitely not in life um, and yeah it's, it's nice um, it's nice for them the Geordie fans definitely deserve success even even if there is as you say a, a sinister air to, to their um, success or imminent success but never mind never mind um, cool okie dokie so uh, I think I think that's a, a a decent kind of look at game week 14 as I said now it's time to look ahead to game week 15 so we do of course only have two um, left before the two game weeks left I should say before the World Cup and it's it's going to be really interesting to see what people do it's you've kind of 
it's almost time to take a bit of a risk perhaps because you can have a two-week punt and you know that after that you've got not only a month off but also you're going to have the basically an, another wild card and limited transfers for everyone so um, I'll run through the fixtures uh, very quickly for you, Jim, and then you can tell me uh, if you would be so kind whether there's any kind of standout fixtures that you like the look of and players that you think to target. So you've got Leeds, Bournemouth, uh, Man City, Fulham, Forest, Brentford, Wolves, Brighton, Everton, Leicester. That is Saturday. Then you've got Chelsea, Arsenal, Villa United, uh, Southampton, Newcastle. Uh, Villa United, by the way, Villa will be... Um, with Unai Emery, of course, for the first time, um, because shortly after recording last week, uh, Gerard got sacked. Um, Villa, United, Southampton, Newcastle, West Ham Palace and Spurs, Liverpool. So some big games, particularly on that Super Sunday. Uh, any fixtures there that stand out from an FPL point of view? Yeah, I think, um, honestly, we've got to look, I mean, it seems obvious, but we've got to look at City playing Fulham, I think. You've got to be tripling up on City. Uh, Fulham, although they've done very well this this season, are vulnerable at the back still. So uh, most of us have got something along the line. Haaland, he's, he's got to be nailed on 100%. Uh, I think midfield, you've got to be looking at Foden or De Bruyne. I mean, maybe even now is the time for differential shouts before, uh, before we take a break for the World Cup. You could look at Grealish or, you know, someone like Bernardo Silva. Um, also, I would have a look at Wolves-Brighton. I think Wolves are ripe for the picking. Um, I think Leandro Trossard is probably probably the best uh, Brighton asset to have at this stage. Wolves, yeah, they, they just, they're just not doing so well. They look all right, the eye test-wise. They look like they can play football, but they can't score any goals and they get scored against. So... Leandro Trossard. It's a pretty poor combination if you're a football team. I mean, yeah, to to be quite obvious about it, it sounds like a bit of something like Michael Owen would say, but (laughs) to win games, you've got to score goals, right? Um, You do. There's a couple of tasty fixtures uh, also, isn't there? Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'd be looking at Arsenal assets. Chelsea, for me, they just, I mean, personally... They've let me down. I've had I've had Mason Mount in there. I've had Raheem Sterling in there. They're just not returning for me. Reese James obviously uh, uh, is out till after the World Cup. Um, and maybe I'd look at Ben Chilwell. I, I I do wonder why he wasn't. I mean, was it this this weekend just gone? Sterling was played at wing back. I uh, I I didn't watch the game well enough to know that. I'm afraid. Yeah, but I mean, what what is that? I mean, Graham Potter's an odd quite goal. out there in terms of of how mm. he feels his teams, but but and fair play to him. But it didn't it didn't work for me. Um, but yeah, so I've so been looking at Arsenal assets, I think, um, and you've got plenty to pick from um, from FPL point of view. The stat Jesus hasn't been returning amazingly well. But his his underlying stats are really really good. The midfield is you're full of them. Saka, Odegaard, even um, Granite Xhaka as well as a maybe yeah. an outside punt as well. He's nice and cheap, and he's he's been returning. He's playing like a a new man really for for uh, for Arsenal. Um, Interesting. 
and that they, they mm-hmm. do have uh, they do have Wolves in the um, final game week before the, yeah. the World Cup. So yeah, could could be one to to have a look at. So you mentioned the City game now. Interestingly, City. I've just had a little look, and um, so they're playing Wednesday, um, in the Champions League. They're top of their group with eleven points, and they've got a plus five goal difference on Borussia Dortmund, who are playing Copenhagen now. Borussia Dortmund are likely to beat Copenhagen, but um, unless they win by five and City lose to Sevilla, City are top of that group. So you would expect that um, you would hope, but you'd expect that De Bruyne, Foden, Cancelo, Haaland, definitely, you would think that they're going to get a rest. So I would I would be very wary about being Fulham. <laughs> if I was Fulham, I would be very wary because, yes. yeah, I think I, I think you could be right there. Um, and, yeah, almost, almost certainly I would, oh, God, I'm tempted to take a minus four and, just get rid of Salah. Who have Liverpool got? Spurs. Oh gosh, yeah, um, yeah. Now, <laughs> now I see that I am sorely tempted. Uh, although actually, I've got Foden. Oh goodness, yeah. This is so, the thing. You you have to you have to look at these things. I've got a couple of options there. Now you're talking about City. I I already have triple City in there. Same. Um, yeah. I I don't have Kevin De Bruyne, and I would really like him, and I can get to him. Uh, but I would have to take a, a take a hit um, mm. if I was to get rid of Mason Mount, uh, and I'd have to remove Phil Foden as well for De Bruyne. Yeah. I could get in uh, also as my other midfielder, Casemiro or or Jack Granite Xhaka, uh, but it seems a bit far fetched to take a hit for. It's a bit risky. You, uh... I already have the triple city, which I'm I'm pretty sure will play. I think Haaland's going to play. That's my take as well. Nice. I, I like a player who I would consider ahead of Casemiro because Casemiro is, is the really wanted to go for Axon because he is uh, really, really... Him and Casemiro have single-handedly changed our midfield. Unbelievable how much better the midfield now. And Ericsson, yeah, that's a, a very uh, kind of nice differential punt that I, I would consider. Um, and he, to get certainly whatever you're doing, whenever you listen to this, hopefully it will be in your ears um, by before City play. But absolutely to see, you know, who plays for City. But you do have some decisions to make, maybe there, Fitz. I, I think I've, I've got a situation now where I'm quite, like I say, quote unquote, happy with my team um, in that I can approach the final two weeks in one of two ways. One, I completely self-destruct um, <laughs> and take take the uh, the 4.8 point, 12 point hit to get my team to what I want and have a lovely week thinking, oh, that team's perfect. Or I can do what I know I should do, which is more or less freeze. Um, have I keep would, a bit of faith yeah. in what I've got, you know? Um, I yeah. could, the, my other um, option here, who I'm looking at, I will say, is I'm, I'm looking at removing Mason Mount, which isn't necessarily a big fire to put out because I think he's probably Chelsea's sharpest asset. But I really, really like the look of Marcus Rashford. Um, I, I say through gritted teeth me. as a Liverpool Talk fan. Me, but, yeah. you know, uh, Leandro Trossard, I, again, like I like... Uh, 
Brighton's fixtures. And also, I, I mentioned him earlier, Almiron for Newcastle. And then I've got Trippier, the double up for Newcastle. Again, like you, you said, are they fixture proof? I mean, they're on a bit of a high at the moment. They can take on anyone, it, it would seem. Um, but I think, Fitz, I think what I might do is just hold, just absolutely hold and, and do nothing. Use up my two free transfers next week for, for a bit of a jolly. Um, for the final week before uh, we take the uh, break for the World Cup. Yeah, that's a good shout, mate. Wise, wise words. Um, yeah, I wouldn't begrudge you that. I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say that's a, a bad tact at all. It's it's very difficult, isn't it, when you look at your transfers and you think, oh yeah, if I just if 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 I just did a little minus four, a little minus, but yeah, as you say, if, if you're in a position where you can save it for for the next game week. The key thing whenever you're thinking about a hit is, of course, you know, is is the hit going to be worth it? And obviously, if, if I was to get rid of Salah for arrested Salah against Spurs for arrested KDB, and then I got rid of Foden, and if Foden plays against Sevilla, then that actually will that will twist my arm, and I will swap Salah for KDB. The only reason I wouldn't. Go- they're in Fulham, but also we are in a win game Thursday, finished top of the group. So I don't know if you knew this, but finished second ever got gets knocked out of the Champions League, uh, which means you've got a whole other fixture, which is super, super not what you want. So um yes. But uh, but yeah, great shout and as as we've discussed, Rashford is is back in the game, which is great to see. He just looks much more confident. I mean, last season, what, what happened there, man? Like he was, he was completely out of it. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure what was going on. There was a lot going on at United at the time, uh, but it seems like uh, finally uh, Ten Hag's getting a, a tune out of them. Uh, they are. They have really uh, come together. And Marcus Rashford seems to be a big part of that. Um, I, I mean, that header at the weekend was great. I, I just thought it was a, a absolute bullet. Um, it looks fantastic as well, but but he just yeah he he looks sharp, you know he looks like someone and he's what is he six six or something so affordable yes six six point six million yeah, yeah absolutely so uh, yeah definitely definitely one to watch yeah I mean you know even though I am a Liverpool supporter I I I would like to say now I recognise that this is fantasy Premier League so you know I'm not against it. Um, and I would say actually as well, this is the first time in years that I've not had any Liverpool assets in my team. There's a fun fact for you. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's a sad um, fact, but you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad fact, mate. Yeah, last last year I didn't have uh, there were there were a period of time where I didn't have any Man United players, and it's only this week when I've got in Luke Shaw um, that I I have a, a a regular. So yeah, it's it, it's always it always hurts. Um, and yeah, I, I feel your pain, mate. I feel your pain. As I say, it, it's obviously as a United fan, I do not despair seeing Liverpool um, in the position they're in. But you have got to say you have been really unlucky. You know, some of the injuries that you've got, some of your players who've been out for a long time. Um, your whole midfield at one point was was out. Um, you know, that is that is tough. So yeah, these these things yeah. happen. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll you'll turn it around. But anyway, let's uh, let's end on a happy note. Uh, 
oh wait we did for me uh good uh-huh. um, <laughs> um yeah so in terms of the uh, week ahead uh, in fact, let's let's if I may be so bold, I'm I'm going to run through the FPL face-off um, league. Uh, let you know where we are at. If you do want to join the league, of course, you are not too late. Um, the code to do so is seven QN six BY seven QN six BY. Now, ordinarily, I would go for a top five, but as um, the top. Uh, fifth sixth and seventh are joint on points uh, i'm gonna do uh, the top seven if i may so in seventh place you've got conte ball pete squires gemo fc james bazingai and also on 837 points fpl face off daniel Fitzhenry. that would be me buzz in hey um, first time honestly first time since doing this pod that i've read my name out <laughs> at this stage so very happy with that um, in fourth, 840 points is uh, Jam tomorrow. In third, change name with Brandon Mitchell, 851. Wes Britton with backstreet striker in uh, backseat striker, 852 points. And in first place, shut the FA Cup, uh, 857 points. So only 20 points ahead of me, uh, actually. But um, yeah, some some good good weeks there. Really, really good stuff. Um, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can. We're at FPL Faceoff. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer your questions. Uh, but otherwise, I think that's all from me. Uh, anything else from yourself, good sir? Just one. Um, I just wanted to mention, uh, give Tom Tom Glover a shout out for this oh, week. Just because course. he scored a grand total of 42 points, um, which is less than me. Uh, oh, so, I'm so pleased you mentioned that. Thank you. I'll take um, that as a, as a small victory. However, in the standings, he now sits uh, on 711 points, and I sit on oh. 710. So, <laughs> so our rivalry, I'm sure, will continue, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a little update next week, perhaps. That is great to see. Very well done for remembering that. Thank you, mate. Lovely. And um, oh, brilliant. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, we hope to hear from you soon. And uh, yeah, it's good night from me. And good night from me. Ciao. Later.